unidentifiable flying object. UFO continues to be a mystery. Wasn't alone in space. Sightings of UFOs. Something out there. Close enough to be observed. What could it be? It could only be one thing. A UFO. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of UFO Know, the show that continues to try to separate science fact from science fiction the best that we can. We've been in a trend of telling stories and tales of intrigue and suspense involving uh, abductions and UFO sightings and whatnot and trying to get to the bottom of it and really connect dots that deserve to be connected. Because look, whether you agree with me or not, the more I read about these stories, the more I look into these things, the more I start to realize it is nefarious actors within our own government and uh, intelligence agencies that are perpetuating this UFO mythos and that those that are out there that are continuing to say that it's aliens and, you know, people like Stephen Greer who are charging people to go out and conjure sightings and, and uh, people like Bob Lazar who have apparently made a living off of coming, coming clean with di- uh, uh, you know, classified information and then staying alive. Whereas other people like Phil Schneider are dead for coming clean with what they have said, which is saying that it is not aliens or it is a mix of aliens, but is mostly government, mostly government. And the, and the things that they discover are not good. They're not good. So before we get into this tale, which I got a good one for you today involving a couple of women Myrna Hansen and Judy Doherty, who went under hypnotic regression, which I've gone over that numerous times, how I feel that that is uh, incredibly susceptible to manipulation. And I believe that this could be a case of that. Um, it's They're connected seven years apart, these incidences, were seven years apart. However, they were went under hypnotic regression by the same guy, the same guy, Leo Sprinkle. And these two women have almost the exact identical account. Coincidence? Mm -hmm. We shall see. Anyways, before we go too far, first of all, I want to thank you all for coming along another journey. I really, really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. And I want to remind you, in case... You've been following along from the beginning. You will notice Blind Mike has not been here in a while. He's been abducted, folks. He's been abducted. And it is my mission, my plan, to collect enough resources, and that includes money, to be able to go and get him back from the aliens before he is anal probed. Hence, the website, getblindmike.com. Before he is analprobe.com. If you want to donate resources, money, time, whatever it is, get blind Mike before he is analprobe.com. Please help out a lot. We are getting him back. Mike, I'm coming. Keep that asshole tight, man. Keep it tight. I'll be there. Anyways, help out. Get blind Mike back on the show. Get blind Mike before he's anal probed. Anyways, on to the show. Oh, as well, hey, if you want to help out the show, you want to help grow the show, the best thing that you can do is share. Share the episode, take the URL, whatever you're listening to it on, and splash that about your social media pages. Tell your grandma, your uncles, your whoever about the show. It really helps grow the show. I just started a Patreon account. Yeah. Patreon.com slash UFO no podcast. If you want to actually donate some money, others aside from get blind Mike before he's anal probe.com, you can go to patreon.com slash UFO no podcast and you can become a member there. And I'm going to be doing bonus episodes. The video edition of the podcast is going to be there. Um, and because we did a few episodes that way, 
but I'm bringing it back. Whole new style, baby, whole new style. So really help grow the show that way. But those are the best things you could do, as well as just get in touch with me, 208-790-8226. That number will be changing, by the way. But um, you can get a hold of me there. Text me. I want to believe, and I will get back to you. Or you can hit us up on Facebook, UFO No Podcast on Facebook. Um, all kinds of ways. You can subscribe on, on YouTube. You can like the podcast, share it once again, like I said. Um Comment, all kinds of things. So there's all kinds of ways you can get a hold of us, all kinds of ways that you can support the show. But once again, I appreciate you listening. But let's get on with this amazing tale of, in my opinion, far too much coincidence to be a coincidence. So here we go. Um, in 1980... Two women by the name of Myrna Hansen and Judy Doherty recalled under hypnosis with experienced UFO investigator Leo Sprinkle an almost exact abduction experience that shared details so closely, so parallel, that it couldn't possibly be a coincidence. And it led a UFO researcher by the name of Paul Benowitz to some very disturbing conclusions, along with several other respected researchers. And making things even more sidious are the claims and emissions of disinformation. We've talked about that a lot before. Disinformation agents, what I believe the men in black actually are. They are not people there to collect you or steal you or make sure that you're not giving away details. They are to, there to make sure to give you the idea that what you believe is aliens actually is aliens when really it's it's government technology and they want to make sure that you're not catching on to that so they go in and they feed your belief that it is aliens ufos whatever it is and then you go out and you start talking about it and then they are able to discredit you easier this is what happened uh to numerous people uh in fact people like william moore who admitted at a mufon conference mufon is the mutual ufo network um admitted at a conference to doing this, to spreading disinformation. Um, now, he claims that he was doing this as a double agent with agencies that they had requested that he plant disinformation and that he claims that he was simply making them think that he was working for them. However, he did convince multiple people of possibly disinformation who knows uh, but he believe he said it was his way to earn the defense and intelligence matrix to get them to give him information however he never came forward and the ufo came forward with information about government and all that he just continued to feed this mythos and eventually the uh the ufo community shunned him I think it's highly doubtful that he was actually a double agent. I believe he was an agent for the government that was sent into these groups to try and collect information on who was actually catching on to the truth, which is that it is government cover-up, the majority of it. I believe it is. And there was a, a, a very similar situation going on in this case of uh, Myrna and, and Judy. And keep in mind, the disinformation is simply a way a lie can be told in an obvious way with apparently no way, no intent to deceive. See, it, it looks like you're giving truth when really it's disinformation. It is not real. It's fake information. So they're feeding these UFO communities with this. And now, once again, I'm not saying that I... <clears throat> know for sure that this is what's going on. But once again, the more I get into these tales, and I think at the end of this one, you will see that this is a very real case, in my opinion, of heavy disinformation and misleading tactics to discredit people from learning the truth. Anyways, let's get into it. Let's start with Myrna Hansen. Okay, now, mind you, this uh, in 1980, they, they, both these women went under hypnotic regression by the same guy, but their cases, 
the incidents that they speak of are separated by seven years. <coughs> Excuse me. But we're going to start with Mirna Hansen. She was driving home from New York or from, I'm sorry, she was driving home to New Mexico from Oklahoma in May of 1980 uh, with her six-year-old son, and they noticed several UFOs over a nearby field. And one of the UFOs had caught a cow in its tractor beam and was lifting it into the craft. One of the UFOs turns its attention to Mirna's car, and shortly after uh, they saw this happening, her and her son were both taken on board the cra- one of the crafts, the same one as the cow. And the description she gave of the beings that she saw were of the gray aliens. Her and her son were forced to be undressed and subject to various examinations and procedures, all of which were carried out in a cold and medical manner. Now, in a previous episode, I pointed out the fact that if you were a lab rat, it would seem very much so. In fact, it is very much so. Uh, Emotionless creatures that are manipulating you and experimenting on you. Now, they don't necessarily, I believe that these scientists don't necessarily, all of them, mean bad things to happen. They're simply doing their job. They're doing experiments. But it's cold. It's calculated. It's emotionless. So imagine being a, a, a human who is not, of course, not used to being experimented on or, or kidnapped and then experimented on. <clears throat> However, if you're a lab rat... It's a common thing, but I believe that those are the similarities and that we, a lot of people believe it's alien because it's a foreign concept. This foreign concept of a human being experimented on by other humans, it just, you know, so instead you're abducted by aliens. And so they plant, you know, MK Ultra experiments where they are able to implant false memories and then have those memories manifest later on with the events prior and after being a little murky. But let's continue on. Whether it was intentional or not, they were witness to the horror of the mutilation of this cow that was captured. And they were, and uh, Mirna recalls that one of her captors kept informing her tele- telepathically, by the way, that it had to be done. Mirna also recalled the presence of a tall man who appeared to have a jaundiced color. So if you're not familiar with what jaundice looks like, it's uh, kind of yellowish. Stating their abduction was a mistake and shouldn't have happened. And she claims he was dressed in similar attire to a priest or the early pilgrims. Now think about like a black suit with a high collar. Mm, But more of a modern suit. She might not be used to seeing that. Think of like Neo in the Matrix, except with a white collar, similar to a priest. But it could have been like a, a smock of some kind. During this time, the craft landed in New Mexico, the craft that they were on. Myrna and her son were led to a hidden elevator and taken to a base city of operations somewhere inside the New Mexico mountains. Now think back, New Mexico, where is that? Dolce, New Mexico, Phil Schneider, huh? underground base. She noted more gray aliens working at various stations inside the base, and she was shocked to see humans working alongside these alien creatures. Once again, going back to the Phil Schneider account, where they were sent, him and a military group, were sent to Dolce, New Mexico, to investigate an underground base. And when they went into this base, which appeared to be about seven levels down, roughly two and a half miles, they found gray aliens in the base. And they ended up in a firefight with them. I want to take just a moment to talk about CBD. 
CBD works as a very powerful anti-inflammatory. And I'm sure a lot of you have met someone who's used it or know a family member who's using CBD to relieve pain, anxiety. And the truth is it does all of those things. Helps relieve pain, reduce and prevent inflammation, as well as relieving anxiety and stress on top of improving quality of life. So if you're looking to try CBD for the first time or get into something new and you want some answers, Clarkston CBD Company is where you want to go. Little plates I help manage uh, as well as educate people as to the benefits and products that can work for them. Check us out online, ClarkstonCBDCo.com. Shop online, reach out on Facebook, Clarkston CBD Company. And back to the show. During her shock of seeing humans working alongside these alien creatures in an underground base, her son got separated from her at the same time. And this is where she lost her shit, went into a panic, started running around, ran from the, the captors, and she was screaming her son's name. As she ran, she could eventually, she eventually turned into a dimly lit room that was filled with these large vats of illuminated containers. And when she looked into one of the vats, which I don't know why the fuck you would do that, inside was a bubbling liquid with suspended human body parts. Holy shit. Of course, she started screaming and crying, fell to the floor, unable to process what she had seen. So eventually her captors came and found her, took her back, into a room, into another room in the base, and inserted several devices into her body that later were confirmed by a CAT scan. Now, it doesn't say whether they were made of foreign metals or not, but there have been, there is a doctor specifically, I can't remember his name right now, who works on these types of cases, cases of foreign objects found in individuals after supposed alien abductions. And what they found is that some of these, some of these, a few of them, had some kind of radio transmission coming from them, which is very easy technology to do, by the way. Very easy technology. And you could put that in tiny, which a lot of these little metal pieces were tiny little pieces, which you could easily do nowadays. Easily have a tiny little radio transmitter. Even in the 1980s, I believe they had things like this. But anyways, what they found is that none of these metal pieces, not in these cases, I'm just talking about in general, this other doctor, none of these cases that, that he looked at were any of the metals foreign to earth. They were all earth metals. So it wasn't like some kind of crazy alien metal. It was earth metal. But what had happened is, is that the organic material, the tissue of the, of the person's body had started to grow around or fuse with the metal. Now, anyone who has had a surgery where they've had artificial, a rod put in, um, screws put in like me, I have screws in my knee, your body, as long as it doesn't reject the metal, will simply grow around it. Which says to me that these quote unquote aliens had knowledge of human DNA, therefore implanting metal devices that would not be rejected by the body. So either these aliens are incredibly knowledgeable about the human DNA, which they could very well be, they could have seeded us, so therefore it could be their DNA. But if that's not the case, then what's the other alternative? The other alternative is that it is humans implanting this shit in humans disguised as an alien experience so they can continue to do this shit without being blamed for it. Think about if people did not know, did not even think of the concept of aliens, did not think of extraterrestrials in any way. They would automatically assume it was their government. But because you have the government perpetuated mythos of aliens and ufos which once again i'm not saying it's not the case i just think a majority of these it's very easy to simply connect a dot to our own government based on what we know about declassified documents from mk ultra what we know about declassified documents from other experiments they've done continue to do by the way 
infecting mosquitoes and then dropping them on a population. They did that shit. The Gulf of Tonkin, where they basically started Vietnam War. Okay, they 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 created a scenario in which we could blame Vietnam and then go to war with them. Yeah, that happened. They, in fact, they tried to if it, it they tried to uh, to do this with Cuba. In fact, that's a big a big question as to whether that was the reason that JFK was assassinated or one of them. So, these are all declassified conspiracy theories that have come true. So, once again, as we continue on, I'm just, you know, none of this sounds outside of the realm of possibility of what the government would or could do to, to further their agenda. A few lit up vats, some people, some some creatures that are experimenting. Mind you, all of this, all of this, remember, was discovered under hypnotic regression by the same guy, Leo Sprinkle. Is he a disinformation agent? And so during this experience, did they implant the memory? So that way, Leo Sprinkle could come in later and activate it. Mm. Telling you. Anyways. Her son returned to her a short time later. We're going back to Mira. Her son returned a short time later, and they were taken to a large empty room and subjected to intense flashes of light. Now, Mirna suggests that this was a procedure that would wipe clean their memories of this incident. However... There's a great, great interview on the Jogan podcast. That's Joe Rogan. Uh, with a guy named Tom O'Neill, who wrote a book. I can't remember what it's called. It's Anyways, it's uh, it talks about the Manson files, Charles Manson, and how there appeared to be an agenda to by the CIA to use LSD experiments, the MK Ultra experiments, to infiltrate the hippie movement to discredit them with murder and manipulation, which worked. So that has come out. Tom O'Neill did an amazing job on this book. It's incredible. If you haven't listened to that interview, go do it. Joe Rogan, not right now. Finish the episode. But... Then go check out the Joe Rogan Experience episode with Tom O'Neill. Tom O'Neill. He was only on once. Great book. Great interview. And, I mean, this guy goes into everything. Everything. And it's incredible. And he only talks about the evidence he was able to prove. There's, there's very little speculation in that episode. The majority of it is things he can prove. And what he can prove is unbelievable. And so what he talks about in one of these is the idea that, or the fact that they used intense flashes of light to not to wipe the memory clean, but to implant memories, to implant memories. So now you've got her who is saying that she was subjected to intense flashes of light that appeared to wipe their memories clean. However, by implanting the memory, it would make the memory, the, the events prior to the event and after the event fuzzy. So, once again, I believe this is easily an opportunity to implant a false memory and have it manifest later on with this guy, Leo Sprinkle. All right, so after that, the pair of them, Myrna and her son, enter into a craft similar to the one that brought them, and then they are brought back to their car. Now, details of Myrna Hansen's hypnotic regression went to the Kirtland Air Force Base. 
And what's interesting is instead of dismissing or refusing to acknowledge the incident, they actually confirmed that the description that she gave of the facility matched a fortified section of facilities that they had. They even went as far as to say that they, it was their belief that what Myrna was describing was the Manzano Weapon Storage Complex, an underground nuclear weapon facility. In fact, they believe or believed that there was a serious possibility that Myrna was not physically in the room, but that she experienced or that her experience forced her into an altered state. And essentially, she left her body or had astral projected into the room. Now, there are a lot of people that believe, and this is true, that this is true that they were working on things like this. There's a huge belief, a lot of people know, that Hitler was very, very interested in the occult. And there is some speculation that they had experimented with astral projection in the concentration camps using severe pain to trigger this. And the CIA, of course, through MKUltra and various other things, conducted research in this as well. In fact, if we look at current events, Dr. Fauci and the NIH were discovered to be experimenting on beagles. Okay, beagles, the dogs, the cute little dogs. And they cut their vocal cords so they couldn't cry, put their faces into cages or boxes that were filled with flesh-eating insects trapped on their faces. That shit is real. And that was like last week. So guaranteed, guaranteed, they know some shit about inducing astral projection through pain. Guaranteed. Why would they need intense pain experiments? For what reason? Riddle me that. It's obvious to me there is a definite reason for the military's sudden open-mindedness about Myrna's claims. And think about the fact that Myrna claimed that they were, that the, uh, her abductors were telling her it had been a mistake. And what do you think? Do you think there's a connection between the abduction and the U.S. facility, the military facility? Do you think it's alien? I don't. I don't think it's alien. Once again, I think this is this is everything so far could be a, a combination of military abduction and false memory. And then hypnotic regression kicks it all into gear. It's a guided experience. This guy is kind of filling in the blanks. This Leo Sprinkle as he's, you know, I mean, we don't have any... Um, tapes any transcripts of the hypnotic session so we have no idea the language that was used to get her to come up to this conclusion so in my opinion there is a lot of room for manipulation specifically considering the bright lights the mis oh it was a mistake the fact that she was in a military base So that leads us to Paul Benowitz. We had mentioned an earlier UFO researcher. Um, he took an interest in these types of incidents after hearing about the cases like Myrna Hansen. Um, and he became convinced of an alien colonization project. Now, once again, think about Phil Schneider. Phil Schneider came out in the 90s talking about this. Talking about this exact same thing. Benowitz and another guy, David Jacobs, 
uh, meticulously went over research of these alien abductions and some kind of hybridization program they believe was going on not for the betterment of humanity, which I can't imagine a hybridization program that is for the good of humanity. I can't imagine that. Now, other researchers were less open-minded and accused Benowitz of having paranoid delusions. In fact, he spent a considerable amount of time in mental institutions and it eventually came to light that a lot of the information that was given to him by quote-unquote trusted sources was in fact intentional disinformation. In fact, we've talked about him before, Richard Doty. If you're a podcast junkie like me, you've probably thought about starting your own. Well, I can tell you firsthand that starting my podcast has been one of the most fun decisions I've ever made. But it can feel overwhelming if you don't know how to get started. That's where Buzzsprout comes in. Buzzsprout is the easiest and best way to start a professional podcast. In fact, it's so good they've already helped over 100,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout will get your podcast into every major podcasting platform like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. You also get a great-looking podcasting website, audio players so you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and the list goes on and on. Plus, Buzzsprout publishes new blog posts, podcast episodes, and YouTube videos every week so you can learn the ins and outs of podcasting from the people that eat, drink, and breathe it. To start your own podcast and get a $20 Amazon gift card, follow the link in the show notes. This lets Buzzsprout know we sent you, and it helps support our show. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast was one who admitted to passing false information as legitimate to Paul Benowitz at the behest of U.S. intelligence services. So once again, this is by our government. Our government having an agency, the men in black, I believe, as a group of individuals that go out and and probe people, <laughs> probe, that actually ask people what they believe. Oh, I believe it was an alien abduction. I believe, and then they feed them more information along those same lines, which is going to be discredited. Now, many people believe that the provoking of Paul Benowitz this way was orchestrated by those who wanted to discredit him, being the government. He was on to something. He was on to the, the, the truth of what was going on. Sick experiments by our government and potentially with aliens, potentially, I believe once again, it's mostly government. Our government, I think, I think, I just, I can't imagine aliens being all intelligent as fucking shit actually being, wanting to be a part of this. But who knows? Who knows? However, they wanted to discredit the concept of a hybridization program. Specifically. So once again, that says to me he's getting too close to the truth. Now, while there's no solid evidence to back any of this up, once again, let's think to Phil Schneider and his claims how similar that is, a base in New Mexico, underground, with aliens, and crazy experiments. Same, except this isn't back in the, uh, 1980. So this is before, but it all it's all the same testimony. Underground base, some type of experiments going on with aliens, by aliens, for aliens, who knows. Now, two months before Myrna Hansen was hypnotically regressed or whatever the fuck, Judy Doherty agreed to be to go under hypnotic regression once again with Leo Sprinkle. 
I just think that is too way too much of a coincidence. Two women separated by seven years supposedly have a almost identical experience, and they were both under hypnosis by the same guy. I once again disinformation. I strongly believe it. She described this is Judy. Now we're on to Judy Doherty. Now, mind you, this is seven years prior to Myrna, and they had never met until they met Leo Sprinkle. She described a spotlight shining on her car from above, and there was a brown and white calf, a small cow, mind you, struggling against the light captured by it. And suddenly she was in the craft, and they placed this calf into some kind of a chamber. And then the gray beings that were in this craft inserted tubes and probes into specific parts of the craft or the calf, the cow, before dissecting it with, as she describes, absolute precision. The gray aliens then moved very quickly to excise the parts. And she says that during this procedure, that poor cow was alive the whole time. But by the time they lowered it to the floor, it was not. It was dead. She also stated how thoughts entered her mind from the alien, saying this had to be done, and it was for the betterment of mankind. Of course they would. An interesting thought here is the concept of having to be done quickly. In medical procedures, when you look at them, it's a it's a time frame issue because specifically if they're trying to study or replace organs there is a fight for time to avoid cells dying now this suggests that these beings these people whoever they are are trying to preserve or keep things intact whatever it is that they're trying to do whether it's organs whether it's the blood i we don't know we're not sure because we don't know what they kept what their purpose was but it says to me due to the fact that they were doing this quickly is either that they were under time crunch because they didn't want to be seen or they were in a time crunch because they were afraid of these things dying also the message this had to be done even the wording is identical to the claims of Myrna Hansen. Two months later, exact same. So Judy also recalled seeing her own daughter on top of an operating table, stating they were emotionless, ignoring her cries for them to stop. The next thing Judy knew, she was back inside of her car and driving away, the bright lights following them. Several years later, when Judy's daughter, Cindy, went under hypnotic regression, mind you, same guy, Leo Sprinkle, she confirmed the details given by her mother. And another particularly weird detail from these hypnotic sessions with Judy and her daughter was that they both were on the craft and standing by the car at the same time. And as well as this is the same as Myrna Hansen's case. She believed that she was in her car and in the craft at the same time. So did they leave their physical bodies with some kind of trigger? Or was it astral projection? Or maybe it was some kind of weird technology. We know the government, these intelligence agencies, they have technology that we've never seen. We know this. I mean, you know, you can go back and listen to accounts by numerous military officials that say, even if it's not alien related, that simply say the military, excuse me, the military has access to technology that has yet to go to the public. 
And then when you take guys like Ben Rice, who was uh, one of the head guys of Lockheed Martin, which is a government contractor, one of the biggest, by the way, said, we have technology 100 to 150 years in the future, farther ahead than where we're at now. And that if it was in, these are direct quotes, quote, if it was in Star Wars or Star Trek, we've either been there and done that or decided it wasn't worth our time. That is a direct quote. That's some crazy fucking shit to think about. So with that in mind, the technology used, tractor beams, crafts with bright lights, the the flashing lights, the implant memories, and, and maybe change and alter uh, currently happening memories. I believe these are all things that they have clearly since the 1930s at least been working on that you know they have they have some pretty good data on some pretty good experience in doing. So they're I'm I imagine they're very very good at this. Now let's talk about the possible disinformation agents being involved in this. Judy and Mirna Hansen both state that Leo Sprinkle, their hypnotist, another UFO researcher, along with Linda Moulton Howe, which if you've watched uh, Hangar 1 or you've seen pretty much any UFO documentaries, she's in there. Squinty woman, big mouth. Judy claims that these two people abandoned her after getting what they needed for their documentary, she said that both of these researchers used her case for their own agenda. What would their own agenda be other than a documentary? And why are they allowed? Why is it that certain people, once again, I stated at the beginning of the episode, people like Bob Lazar, people like Stephen Greer, that are able to apparently make a living, a very good one. Stephen Greer, $3,000 a pop to go out to some beach and have a sighting. Amazing. Why is that? Is it because they have connections to aliens? They have the inside track? Or is it simply that they are disinformation agents? that are going out there and doing exactly that, spreading disinformation to keep the general public off the trail that this is our government experimenting, utilizing, potentially alien technology or just advanced technology that they've been working on since the early 1930s after Operation Paperclip Mm, where they, I believe they got a hold of a lot of Nazi technology that the general public didn't know about. And right after Operation Paperclip, you have the formation of the CIA and NASA. Amazing. Amazing. Coincidence? I think not. In fact, another researcher had privately told Judy that in the early 1990s, this Linda Mountain Howe had received a warning from officials at Kirtland Air Force Base to make sure she kept Judy quiet, claiming this was in relation to a secret formula that Judy had received during her experience. Now, Linda Mountain Howe is a respected UFO researcher. And even though there are no claims of her planting disinformation, there are a lot of people that believe she enjoys slightly more privileged access to certain information than others. And why would that be? Maybe because she plays nice with both sides? Or maybe 
She is involved in this campaign to discredit and misinform the general public. So why exactly did she ditch Judy? She had done her job. She had implanted what she needed, got her in touch with Leo Sprinkle, and they had done their job. Given enough disinformation to discredit anything that she would say, with enough alien fluff sprinkled in there, that uh, it was enough to, to make her sound crazy. Linda also has written and spoken extensively on what she believes to be a harvesting of humans and animals by aliens. It is my opinion that the fact that she is insisting that the majority of these people, that the majority of the military informants, I'm using big air quotes, the military informants brought forward by Stephen Greer and numerous other people, the fact that these people are still, A, alive, and have not been completely, their lives torn apart by the military for coming forward with information like this, says to me they are disinformation agents. It's amazing that we live in a time that you can go and shop for cannabis like you do shoes. All kinds of different types and sizes for all types of different individuals. Well, if you're like me and you like a nice, balanced experience with no pesticides, clean, soil-grown craft cannabis, then you want to ask for Hell's Canning Cannabis Company in your local Washington retailer. The reason why is because they use true live organic soil recipes, custom made per strain, per plant, like Mother Nature intended. You can't get any better. So if you want craft cannabis with a balanced experience, ranging from strains like Jesus OG or Acapulco Gold or their own Hell's Cookies, then you want Hell's Canyon Cannabis Company. Ask for them in your local Washington retailer. And if they don't have it, tell them to talk to me and I'll make sure they get it. Back to the show. And once again, the fact that they insist, they insist that it is aliens. They won't even entertain. The, I mean, they are entertaining the idea that it is government cover-up because they are claiming the government is covering up the existence of aliens. However, I believe it is simply the government is using the concept of aliens, using the concept of UFOs and extraterrestrials, and the idea, the 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 fact that we know nothing, virtually nothing about the the universe off of this planet. It is it is. Of course, it lets your imagination go wild. I We all love this shit. I want aliens to be real. I want UFOs to be real. But what makes more sense? An advanced alien race that no one's ever seen, no one's ever heard from, that have been here for a millennia just fucking with Earth, fucking with the human race, or government agencies who have been proven to not only exist, but have been proven and shown to be fucking with the American people, the world as a whole, manipulating events to create wars and continue on to, to manipulate people. This reinforces my belief that at least a majority of alien encounters and abductions and sightings are examples of our own government exercising the perfected art of experimenting on an unwitting public. They've had a long time to do it. We're looking at almost 100 years. Think about it, 1930-something, and that's what we know of. Around the time when uh, when it started really come to light that, that Nazism was working on the occult and all this stuff. 
it said that Hitler had the ability to go to space in 1936. So with that being said, with all that being brought forward, this case of these crazy scenarios that are so similar, it's it's unreal. They're almost identical. The wording used, everything. What do you think? I've told you not a lot about what I think. I'm, I'm sure it's very apparent. But what do you think? I really want to know. Hit me up in the comments. Let me know. Once again, my number is going to be changing, but 208-790-8226. Let me know. I would love to find out what you all think about that. Very curious. Very curious what you all think. So anyways, hit me up. Let me know what you think. And let me know what you think of the episode. Once again, if you like the show, please splash it about. Share it out there. Get it out there. But I also want to hear your own theories. Hmm? I want to hear what you think. So if you want to support the show, once again, I'm going to go over this. If you really want to support the show, just share it. It's the best thing you can do. If you want to go even further, you're a super fan. You want to let us know. You want to get deeply, intimately involved in the show. You want to get bonus episodes and the video version. Then go on patreon.com slash UFO no podcast and you will get all those things. Ad free listening. No ads. None. Except for these little tidbits here. Once again, patreon.com slash UFO no podcast, as well as you can, uh, you can go to Facebook page, you know, and I forgot to give these guys a shout out. My favorite people in the world, Clarkston CBD company. I'm a little biased because I help manage it, but still some of the best CBD. It's great. We go to great lengths to make sure that we get the best in the industry. So ClarksonCBDCo.com is where you can shop online and you can use promo code UFO. No, all one word UFO and O save 10% right now. If you use the promo code black Friday on ClarksonCBDCo.com, you will save 20%, but that's a limited time, but you can use UFO. No, anytime. Anyways, thank you all very much once again for coming along another journey. And uh, I love you all. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving, by the way. It's after Thanksgiving. And I hope you had a great one. Hope you're all stuffed, full. Hope you got that itis real good from that turkey. Mm, mm, mm. Hope you got some good food. Love you all. Have a great night. Watch out for the government. They're shysty bastards. Bye-bye, y'all. Peace.